Hello, everybody, and welcome to Music Seeds, the music that made us, with your host, Johnny. Last night, I went to Red Rocks and saw my first show since I've been back, and it was one of those therapeutic, meditative, so happy to be in my happy place moments that I am looking forward to some great music this summer, folks. Live, 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 live music is here, and I love it so much. Seeing it in a beautiful place. We'll get more to that later. We will talk about also, the person I went and saw, Jason Isbell. We will talk about, folks, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees that were announced this week. I know there's a lot of thoughts on that. And I know there's a lot of people that are like, where is so-and-so? I thought this was a rock and roll. You know what? It's the love of music, folks. Just embrace it. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Looking forward to that show. Looking forward to that induction. Also, we will go down the new music rabbit hole and see what's coming out this week. I will also tell you what I've been listening to in the last week. And talking about those conversations you have with people when it comes to music these great deep understandings of like this is what I really love and this is what I don't like and some deep conversations I can have with people sometimes when it comes to music and I had one this week that really opened up my eyes to some things and then the last thing I want to talk about is Pearl Jam is back touring they just had their show in San Diego want to discuss that so we got a lot to talk about folks a lot going on here music is out and going and live and I'm feeling alive with the mountains alive with the sound of music. Here we go. Giddy up. Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds. The music that made us. Good afternoon, everybody. On this fine May day here in Green Mountain, Colorado. Still uh, feeling the vibes of last night and the great show that I went to. Jason Isbell and the 400 unit performed at Red Rocks. I was supposed to see them back in Moline, Illinois uh, a couple years ago and then COVID happened and then they reannounced the show after I moved back here already. So I was so fortunate last night to check out the show. First show sold out, so I was able to get tickets to the second show. Unfortunately, not being able to go to the first show, I missed two of the songs I really wanted to hear. I was really concerned about the weather at first. I noticed it was supposed to rain. Unfortunately, it did rain all the way up until when the first act started. Wachitachi. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that name right. It's a long name, and <laughs> there's a lot of words there, folks. <laughs> so like I was saying, the weather was really crappy in the beginning. It was actually hailing a little bit, nothing too crazy. And then the wind picked up a little bit. But as soon as that weather pushed through, clouds cleared up. We got to see a rainbow. A double rainbow, folks. And the only thing that was really uncomfortable about the night, that it was a little bit cold. But you know what? Got up, moving, dancing to the music. Keeps your blood flowing. And it made it for a really great evening. He uh, did an amazing job. His wife, Amanda Shires, who plays fiddle with him. They brought their daughter out at one point, and she was dancing around, and that was really beautiful to see her enjoying the live music with her parents. What a moment to capture, you know. The songs that really stuck out the most 
24 frames, which was just an amazing rendition of that. Elephant, never gonna change. They also did a Fleetwood Mac cover, Oh Well. Three Drive-By Trucker songs, which his guitarist, Sadler uh, Vaden, an amazing freaking guitarist, I have to say, too. He had some outstanding freaking solos last night. His wife did do uh, one of her songs, The Problem. That was one of the songs they came back with on the encore. And uh, they closed with Something to Love. Um, just I want to say how great this show was. I'm really excited I got to see him. He's been somebody I've been wanting to see for a long time. Amazing songwriter, singer, guitar player himself. I like when... Uh, you get up there and you really enjoy what you do and it and it comes out on what you're doing so great live performance last night and it could tell he was really happy to be performing at red rocks last night the only two songs i wish i could have heard him do last night were anxiety and if we were vampires those are the two songs i would definitely highly recommend you checking out if you've never heard of them before really tremendously great songs get it wherever you get your streaming music folks and one extraction from what i just said earlier he did two drive-by trucker songs and one drive-in and crying song okay announced just a couple days ago the rock and roll hall of fame gave us the list of the 2022 inductees for this year for the performer category the artists are pat benatar duran duran eminem Eurythmics, Dolly Parton, Lionel Richie, Carly Simon. Musical Excellence Award will be Judas Priest, Jimmy Jam, and Terry Lewis. Early Influence Award, Harry Belafonte, Elizabeth Cotton. The Ahmet Erdogan Award will be Alan Grubman, Jimmy Iovine, and Sylvia Robinson. The induction ceremony is set to be held at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles this time. On November 5th and will air at a later date on HBO and HBO Max. I have a lot to talk about when it comes to these inductees. I would love to do a separate episode on each one of them or try to break it down as much as I could the musical history of all of these artists and the impact they had on a lot of people. Believe it or not like a majority of these people were from the 80s, a big career in the 80s and that could definitely be a rabbit hole we can go down to at some point here. I am so excited for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I would love to visit there again soon. I've visited there twice in the last 10 years. If you love music, I definitely highly recommend it. It's one of those places where it's just amazing to see all the artifacts and materials they have on all the history of music and all these different artists. If you get a chance, check it out, folks. Cleveland, Ohio, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I call it my church. I find it to be very religious when I go in there. Very spiritual, very enlightening. One meditative state that you can definitely agree with is the power of music. So next what we're gonna get into here is music new releases. What is coming out new for May 6, 2022? Arcade Fire, we, AWOL Nation, my Echo, My Shadow, My Covers, and Me. Belle and Sebastian, Bit of Previous. The Black Crows, 1972 EP, Hailstorm, Back from the Dead. Jack Harlow, Come Home, The Kids Miss You. Rolling Blackouts, Coastal Fever. Cheryl Crow, Music from the Documentary, Cheryl. Silverstein, Misery Made Me. Simple Plan, Harder Than It Looks. Soft Sail. 
Happiness Not Included, Brian Ferry, Love Letters, A Covers EP, Graham Nash Live, The Knack Live, Timothy B. Schmidt, Day by Day, formerly of the Eagles. Penis, you heard that correct, P-E-A-N-E-S, Penis, World Full of Funny. Method Man, Mess Lab, Season 3, Three Days Grace, Explosion, Hold My Hand by Lady Gaga, that is not a cover, music from the Top Gun Maverick soundtrack. Tove Low, No One Dies from Love, Danny Elfman, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness soundtrack. XYLO, Sugar Free Rush, Sunflower Beam, In Flight, Signals, How to Let Go, Suki Waterhouse, I Can't Let Go, The Nux, Alpha Place, Dojo Cat, Vegas, and many, many more, folks. There's a ton of releases from May 6th. Okay, the other thing I wanted to talk about was the Pearl Jam show that was in San Diego on May 3rd. The uh, set list was astounding. They started out with a cover of the Warren Zevon song, Keep Me In Your Heart, which is an amazing song. Then they went right into a crowd favorite, Oceans. Then they played a new track from the new album, Retrograde. Never Destination was next, which was also from that album. Corduroy, a staple that I love so much to hear live. Then they went into the album again, Dance of the Clairvoyance. Then went into Amongst Waves to the first hit ever, Even Flow. Then they went into Whoever Said, another new album favorite, Quick Escape, which they led into that song with a little tribute to Taylor Hawkins, who Matt Cameron was really good friends with and very close with. And uh, it was a nice, nice little tribute to him. Then they went into Long Road, one of my all-time favorites, then was next, Given to Fly, with my new favorite on the new album, Super Blood Wolf Moon, Daughter, which everybody loves to hear live, 7 O'Clock, Jeremy, another crowd favorite, Porch. Then they went into an encore with Lightning Bolt, Better Man, Elderly Woman Behind the Counter in a Small Town, River Cross, Footsteps, Once, and Then Alive. This has been their first show in a few years. I cannot wait to go and see them in Denver here in September. Very excited to see that. It's going to be a great time. Always love to see the jammers out there. I hope if any of you are listening that you'll get a hold of me through the podcast here. And I'd love to have a conversation, even meet up with you, have a beer or two. I uh, am just so excited to uh, see them. And uh, I like to see what they're going to play. The merch thing is a really big thing, too. And the poster they released for this show had a man and a woman in a Batmobile, which was pretty cool. The old school Batmobile um, from the TV show. Pearl Jam. You know, my favorite band finally uh, on tour. They're doing a lot of shows. I wish I could go to all those shows, to be honest. And uh, love to hear from all you jammers out there. Okay, the next thing I'm going to do, folks, is I'm going to have you check out my new podcast, which will be coming out here in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to give you a, a little snippet of one of my conversation pieces with me and my good friend Jeffrey Wilson and Scotty D. I will give you the credentials eventually for Mr. Jeffrey Wilson's podcast, but I'm hoping for now you just check out this little conversation piece, which will be in a whole podcast coming out here very soon. I hope you enjoy. Actually, you know, dive into it and fucking find your your thing. Yes, yes. And that's I think that's an important thing that you're doing because... 
I mean, it separates the wheat from the chaff of who likes fucking music because it's like, yeah. I'm sorry, this isn't Thank some you. fucking pre-packaged, uberly marketed yes. bullshit. Even if they, they might have talent, like I love fucking Billie Eilish's voice, dude. Holy uh-huh. shit. Yeah. But I mean, she's. I mean, she's just gonna be what she is, a product of, and, and, you, and you can still enjoy her music, but the organic nature of like what you're talking mm-hmm. about. You know, like a fucking, like, Scott. Like, he knew, like, uh, what was it? Ozo Motley and, like, Jurassic before they were fucking huge. Exactly. And then they wound up blowing up to be, you know, as huge as they were and are, but... Still, they both have good followings. I mean, yeah, obviously J5 ain't together, but they're all, you know... Well, and, the, and again, it's been happening for fucking ever. The music industry's changed so much. So fucking Where much. it's like, people don't need labels anymore. Mm-hmm. Everyone has Pro Tools. As long as you have fucking talent, Pro Tools, and a decent way to get the word out there, mm-hmm. like touring, like word of mouth type shit. Yeah. I mean, it takes time, but I mean, the juice is worth the squeeze, ultimately, because you control your shit. You don't have to worry about fucking some Clive Davis or somebody coming, yeah. swooping up your masters and taking ownership of like those 360 deals and all that other shit. Yeah. Masters of your own destiny. Same with podcasting. Same with, you know, why would I? Why would I want to go to work for iHeartRadio? Yes, and have you know have them tell me what I could fucking say when you know podcasting is the new shit. Exactly, you know, dude. It's, it's the best forum right now. In my yeah, opinion. you yeah. say whatever the fuck you want absolutely. because either you listen or you don't fucking listen. I mean, absolutely, that's and that's the other thing. Like, who's gonna tell me I'm fucking canceled? I mean, I, in some of my platforms, but I could easily put my shit on our website. Yeah, but it's like. Like YouTube, I guess can tell you you're canceled. They do all the time, but it's yeah. like as long as you have some redundancy, like hey, we're over here, we're over here. Is that why you moved to a different place? That's not why you did or did. I just, I mean, some pe- for whatever reason, some people are like I, I just watch, I just listen to my shit on uh, SoundCloud, dude. Yeah. I don't listen to iTunes. I only listen to my shit on iTunes, dude. I don't do SoundCloud or yeah, Stitcher, yeah. Or Odyssey, or Rockfin. Everyone has their preference. Just, yeah, 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 it's just yeah. a matter of kind of like like a kind of redundancy. Just make sure you cover as many bases as possible because. Yeah. People's tastes are weird as far as how they get their content. Yeah. But it is still online. It's somewhere. You just got to go where they are for the most part. Yeah. I think some sometimes people, like me, for me, it's just was like I picked an app and put it on my phone and then I just started using it, you know? But yeah. Who yeah. knows why people pick what they pick? But. Well, and there's like fucking... I, what the... Do you want... Ga- Gab or something? There's so many. Wow. I just like, yeah. yeah, I don't I, know about that. So I got questions, Mr. Wilson. Like, when did you start out when did you uh, start up the podcast? Which one? The first one. Oh, fuck. I don't even remember. Uh, what year is it? Probably seven years ago. Yeah. It's me speaking to you. My the, my one that I started yeah. with? Yeah. Oh, do I love that you got the mushrooms on there? Sweet. Um, uh, yeah, like eight years ago, seven, eight years ago, maybe. Yeah? yeah. That was your first like time doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, me and my boy, me and my homeboy Hoop, dude, we did a, we had an internet radio show called, uh, what the fuck was it, uh, Outside the Box, where mm-hmm. we like went to this fucking studio and paid, it, it was so stupid, because I had all the equipment to record at my house, it just, mm-hmm. I don't know why, it just, whatever. Podcasting hadn't, it was, it was there, but it hadn't blown up the way it is now. Right. But then like, one day I'm just like, what the fuck, you moron? <laughs> <laughs> You're paying to do what you can literally do right here in your own fucking crib. Yeah. But it took a while to make that like mental change from where we'd been for so long. No, you know? it, and that was it. I mean, I was like, and the technology, I just didn't realize. Well, we're, we're raised that way to think that we have to have somebody to be somebody, you know. I well, mean, or you just do it in a big studio. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 no, exactly. Yeah. And that's why it's like fucking what I do now. It's like so scaled down. It's literally that thing, and fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and that's that's the cool thing about podcasting: the ubiquitous nature of the technology, almost like like music recording, Pro Tools. Like anybody can do it, which. You know, whatever. I mean, it, it saturates the market to some degree, but like any fucking thing else, the cream's going to rise to the top. You know yes. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's... Um, yeah, so I started that years ago, dude. And then... Um, 
I modeled it after Joe Rogan. I knew I wasn't going to get the same numbers, but I loved mm-hmm. his show. I loved him. The, the tagline of my show is a variety of guests discussing a variety of issues, and that's what it is. And exactly. So, and it's never. I never wanted to be pigeonholed. And then once I had Pat on a few times, he asked me if I wanted to do the conspiracy farm with him, and I'm like, uh, fuck yeah. But you're still doing the other shit, which is your own thing. And yeah, yeah, getting absolutely. those juices out there. Yeah, right? for sure. And then just kind of expanded from there, which is. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a long story, but it was weird because I wasn't, I had produced a couple of TV shows, talk shows down in St. Louis that I could have hosted myself, but it was kind of, it was a weird, even all the acting and voiceover shit I'd done, it was just, it was, there was a weird fear element, dude. I was mm-hmm. like, I, I, I kind of, I didn't convince myself, but I kind of convinced myself. I'm like, man, you can't do that. Or Did you feel like you're putting yourself in a place that you weren't going to be comfortable with? or No, because I'm very comfortable on the microphone. It was just, it's just that fucking voice, dude. Sometimes that self-doubt is what it is. But yeah, it's that yeah. voice that, man, you can't do that shit. Like, yeah, you're probably right. As opposed to, like, go fuck yourself, which is where I'm at now. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it took a second to, like, get to that point. But once I did, it was just like, it was weird. Because I, I totally remember the day I woke up. I, we had just did this show called The Hot Seat. I produced this, had this really cool guy host it. But after a while, I'm like, I can't sell this guy. He's too obnoxious. And <laughs> I was thinking, well, fucking you could do it. And I kind of stewed on it. But I like woke up one day, because I was thinking about a podcast, too. And I'm like, it was literally, I was like, I literally like sat up like looking at the wall. I'm like, you fucking idiot. You can do it. You know what I mean? That's all it was. It was weird. I just woke up I'm like, yes, what the yes. fuck? And, it, it's, and it's so abroad. I can't ever underestimate that. And I've told this story a few times, but... It's so powerful when you begin to believe, almost like fucking like Neo, like he's beginning to believe, not equating myself to Neo, but when you start to believe, when you plant that seed, like click, when you flip that fucking switch, dude, when I, I'm sorry, when I flip that switch, it's like this power, man. It was insane, bro. I call it the energy. I feel this energy now that I've never felt. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's weird because it's not like a, people like, um, even like now, like, where are you guys at? Like, we haven't done shows in months, so it's not like the lights and the, like, accolades or whatever the, mm-hmm. you guys, it, it wasn't, my acting stuff was the ego trip shit. That was me trying yeah, to, like, yeah. you know, whatever. That was more of an ego trip than anything else, but the podcast, it, it's something I just, like this, I would sit and talk to people, and then I would watch Joe Rogan, and I'd be like, dude, I, basically, I wanted to do that. Yes. So I started doing, again, once I believed I could do it, Everything I knew was going to happen happened like in that first few bits. It was like I told friends, hey, I'm going to fucking start a podcast. What do you think, you fucking Joe Rogan? <laughs> no, I just want to start a fucking podcast. Like the, yeah, the normal, yeah, yeah. like Pat, when he said he wanted to be a fighter, everybody laughed and shat on him and shit. And then when he fucking knocked that belt, it was like, what the fuck, eat a dick. But it was, just, you, you have those certain, certain people like, yeah, go for it, dude. You'd be good at it. And then you just have those other people who project their own fucking fear that oh, and that pieces on you. Yes, yes. And, yes. So, and most people believe it because they start, it, it coincides with they've already kind of been telling themselves. Yeah. I probably can't do this. Oh, fuck but it. you that, get beyond it and it's yeah. a great fucking yeah. feeling. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. yeah. Once like, I started like booking guests and like fucking having, yeah. it was it was it was pretty dope. And it was going back and listening to him, you could just tell it was a work in progress. And not that you know, I'm always still learning, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was cool, dude, because it it opened up literally that switch being flipped opened up me being a fucking co-owner of this pay per view company with Pat Militich and calling fights and Fuck like all man. this other shit fell into place because of that. And you are becoming fucking Joe Rogan. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Give me that fucking $100 million Spotify contract. Yeah. He's playing Madison Square Garden tonight. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't, maybe I'm just comparing him to too many greats. I think Joe Rogan's funny, but I mean, he doesn't like, yeah. I don't like almost fucking piss myself when I look, I mean, whatever. Yeah. I love Joe Rogan, but I just don't think he's that funny. No. And then that's the thing too, is like, 
Who's the guy that Segura? His shit's fucking crazy. Oh, dude, I just listened to him again last night. Him and Bill Burr as I was going to sleep. Fucking Segura's a genius. Yes, man, he is. He's he's actually creating his own fucking niche now with this. Oh whole yeah. Line, so uh, my boy Sam Tripoli knows yeah. him. They're good friends, and he's he's he fucking cleaned up during COVID, dude. He was doing like pay per view stand up, and uh-huh. yeah, he's him and his wife Christina Pazinski. Mm-hmm. There's, I love it because it's like it's keeping with the cutting edge, which I'm all about when it comes to comedy. Like, don't be afraid to fucking to watch what you say. Like, they just say what. No, the dude, fuck that was that was Segura in that last one, dude. Yeah. That was just like, and I I love that too because it's like I would rather ask for fucking for forgiveness than permission. Yeah. yeah. So when so when I did my stand up with Sam, I would just like do not, as I'm writing shit. I'm like, uh, and then I was like, fucking <laughs> damn near smack myself. I'm like, do not fucking self censor. Say what the fuck Jeff Wilson's gonna fucking write on this paper. You're gonna say that. Yeah. And so it was just like, ah, fuck, I'm sitting here talking about fucking, you know, putting peanut butter on my bitch's pussy and eating her out or whatever, mm-hmm. and her dog gets jealous because he used to do it. <laughs> or, yeah, I would just, it, whatever. It was oh, just. Oh, that was with, uh, with Sam. Yeah. You gotta go for it then. I can't, uh, well, I, it, you not, gotta have a certain crowd, kind of. No, he did. Oh, dude, fucking the first time I did it, it was him and Eddie Bravo. Oh. And at the Helium Comedy Club, and I opened, you know, intro and opened for them and shit. I mean, it was crazy, dude. It's, again, it's one of those surreal things that I kind of had to just like, whatever, go over here and then just like go do go through the motions. Yeah. Because I mean, it literally, it was a, it was a thing I had to do, dude. So fucking ninety two or three, maybe there was a fucking um, whatever comic t- thing to be on Jay Leno at Circuit Twenty One. And I went and auditioned wow. and failed miserably. Miserably, dude. I mean, it was just like, whatever. Failed. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, like, I got to get that back, dude. Just, I mean, bucket list shit. Got to get that back at some point. I don't know when the fuck it's going to happen. And so when Sam hit me up, he was like, dude, you want to open for me in St. Louis? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now, dude? <laughs> and it wasn't, it was never like a, it was, maybe, it's so, again, everything has just happened how it's supposed to happen. I really wasn't nervous, dude. I wasn't, mm-hmm. I've been on the mic, I've talked to fucking, so, you know what I mean? It's like, I just, whatever. How did it go? It went, oh, it was great. It was, awesome. yeah, I mean, because I just, I. Was it a rush? I think you told me that, but. Yeah, it was fucking, I see how those fuckers get hooked on it, dude. Yeah, Are you kidding me? Yeah, you only, yeah. You literally, like, I was thinking about this last night, like, Segura was in a fucking huge, I mean, you, you as one person with a microphone, like, own the building, own mm-hmm. the people. Jim Morrison talked about that, and no one here gets out alive. How he just fucking just knew the power he could have to yes. just run people and shit. But I just watched that again recently too. By the way, just yeah. Side note: the the movie The Doors, and then started reading. Uh, no one gets out here alive again. It so. really was interesting how like Ray Manzarek and D- Densmore they hated that movie. Like none of them liked it. Yeah, and they were both. And in then it. Patricia <laughs> Keneally and shit. Remember mm-hmm. the the witch witch gal? Yeah, like she was real pissed about it, dude. Mm. Like the real Patricia Keneally. Uh, did not know that shit. I really. Oh yeah, there's some fucking yeah, behind wow. the scenes about that shit online or on mm. YouTube. Nice to know. She cursed Patricia Keneally, like cursed Oliver Stone in the movie, the success <laughs> of the movie. After she saw like how you know how they paid played her, you know they kind of clown her, kind of witchery or whatever. And, yeah. Shit like that. Did you guys see Segura, Segura fuck himself up doing playing basketball? Yeah, dude. Yes. That was brutal. That Ouch. was brutal. Like, what the fuck are you doing, trying to? And then he gets he he got COVID at the hospital then right after that didn't he? I don't know. Yeah, I heard he did get it though. And I think that that's what he said in his his show that I listened to. It was that was way way back. That's right. Yeah, because sure. he said he was fine, and then he went home to like after he was out in the hospital to get rest up, and 
he got it and he had to seclude himself from his family or mm. But no, it's cool to see these comedians pushing the envelope because that, that was I had a conversation with you about that one night, I think, about this like comedy's like the last fucking like Yeah. Like if they fucking try to do something with comedy, I'm fucking front line that Well they shit, kind man. of Absolutely. already are, so right. some of these guys yeah. have to remain vigilant at the fucking front lines. Yes. Because yeah. it's like you know, like you know, like think of like a Lenny Bruce. They kind of did the same thing to him. Just like, oh, you can't fucking. But it's like, yeah, no, I I feel the exact same way, dude. I if mean, we can't make fun of ourselves, and that's the last fucking straw, man. Not even just make fun of ourselves. If we, I mean, if we can't like say words to try to make people laugh without fucking Getting me losing my career for it, mm-hmm. like Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, that's 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 literally part of uh, the ideological subversion Yuri Vesmanov talks about. Mm-hmm. I forget which stage it is, but it's like, it's, yeah, where you, like, basically... There's a lot of people being safe in comedy, being careful, and it's horrible. And it's lame. Yeah. And it's lame oh, as fuck. That's why I thought that Tom Segura and that Balls Deep was fucking just hardcore, dude. We need that shit. But some people are surviving and getting bad out of it. And I brought this up to my cousin a couple days ago, is that Louis C.K., has been like selling out places and shit. So yeah. he's built like he, when he first came out, he was getting some heat, but now he's building it back up again. Slowly but sure. I mean, like his, uh, Chris D'Elia, same thing. Yeah. Right. So I mean, they're I'm like that. That, but those that guys, diligence, you know. Well, like, yeah, but I mean, those guys did legitimately fuck up, in my opinion. But I mean, people, someone like a like, like a Kevin Hart. Hey, you want to host the Oscars? Yeah, man, I want to host the Oscars. We'll get back with you. Well, fucking social networking, social networking, Twitter. Five years earlier, he said whatever the fuck he said something. Yeah. Sorry, bro, you can't host the Oscars because fucking half a decade ago you said some shit. Yeah. Right. It's like, geez. I know, I go, and, I, and that's another thing I wanted to bring up, too. It's like, at what point do we start canceling out, like, fucking everything from the fucking past? You know, I mean, like, like at what level well, is it going to stop? Because they're going to keep on pushing further and further with it, you know? Well, yeah, the fucking, the thought police. Or not even just the thought police. It's like the you know the the violation of community standards. Who sets these fucking standards? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's the offense archaeologists, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Going back, trying to dig up anything they can on people. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you were talking about? Yeah, Pretty I much. love that. Who'd you get that one from? Uh, I. I heard something. <laughs> that's, that's essentially what it is. or something like that, probably. That's like when I signed with my agent in Chicago. I was just like, look. Um, you know, you've seen my commercial work and shit, but I also do some shit. Because she sent me a Disney audition, and I was just like, "Look, wow. just be real. I'm, I, I will, I would do, I'll do this, but I'm just telling you, if I sign, if I got to the, for this lead part in this Disney show or whatever the fuck it was, they're gonna look at my shit. I mean, just because of what's going on, I'm like, it's not, you know, just give me some voiceover work, give me some fucking like low level commercial shit. I mean, like, I'm, don't give me no like." role in a show or a star or whatever not that I would mm-hmm. get that anyway but I'm just like I'm telling you dude it's to save you from the fucking headache <laughs> like I do a show called The Conspiracy Farm and you know it's, so I'm like let's just for your own mm-hmm. save but, you a headache that's uh, good that you want to do that though man like to even let them know that shit like you even want the fucking headache you know well again I I, I acting's fun I mean it's it's yeah. fun but it's not it's not the passion it was however many years ago. No. I mean, because I it's had different intentions as to why I was doing it, and why? now those aren't the same intent. It was it was more. I mean, again, it's fun, but it was more like, hey, look, I did that, like fucking some kind of like validation, like I was on burn notice. I mean, I was, but it was just like. It's because creating your own content is more fulfilling without than a doubt. any of that. Without fucking a shit. doubt, yes, without a doubt. I mean, yeah. wait, I mean, it's just fucking night and day. 
Yep. But I mean, it's you it, control you. It, it's like I said, it all kind of happens for a reason in this weird kind of sequence. Mm-hmm. It all does happen for a reason. That was recorded back in October of 2021. Again, that was Jeffrey Wilson with me and my good friend Scotty D. I really hope you enjoyed it. That will be the new podcast that is coming out. And I will let you know in a short while what the title will be. I want to thank you for listening to this episode. I would love to know more input on this current episode and any of the previous episodes. So please get a hold of me through Music Made Seeds at Facebook.com, through my TikTok, Johnny Come Lately at TikTok, Snapchat, and on my email at Ozio, M A T F A N 87 at gmail.com. Folks, I'm really excited to see the things that are going to come. I'm really excited to uh, talk about more shows and talk about more new music. Also, looking to meet all you out there this summer at these shows so feel free to get a hold of me like you have been and i will talk to you soon the only thing i ask of you is please do your best to take care of each other out there thank you for listening hi this is johnny i'm your host and you are listening to music seeds the music that made us